Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio. Yep, it's us. We're back. It's myself us. and Megan Edge, because this is playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge, Radical Change with Ease, and me, Dr. Pat. And I get the honor of doing the show with her. And I got to tell you, what, so I, can I share a little bit, Megan, with people? Yes, of course. Bit? Sure. So people ask me, they say to me, Megan, they say, we don't quite understand, like, how you work, Right. So one woman said to me, I don't believe you're the owner of the network. And I said, okay. She said, yeah. She said, I have been talked to by four networks in the past month. Not one of them could produce the owner for me to talk with. Hmm. And I said, I think it's just a label. I'm just... I, I don't really, I said, you know, I don't even know that I'm an owner of anything, you know, because that's not where I am. Mm-hmm. And what I realized in getting ready for this show, yeah, that if we somehow could bundle the calls that you and I have mm-hmm. before the show, because we record them. Yeah. I honestly think when we look at those recordings, they are an entire universe, a book of conversations, right, that have to do with playing on the edge of truth. Because the process and how we got to today's show, On the Edge of Reflection, A Year in Review and Show and Tell, Mm -hmm. I think this is so important as we look back. I want to ask you this question, right? Okay. Show and Tell. Mm-hmm. about the process of creating playing on the edge radio. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As you look back at this one, did you have to take a few B12 shots not to be exhausted? Or, <laughs> <laughs> what was it like to look back on doing this show, the show and tell show? It's been so interesting and it's, and, one of the things I know that you and I have both discovered as we've gone through this this journey is that each time I come up with a with an idea, a theme, or what we're going to talk about, it then becomes part of that month for each of us. You know, it shows up in different ways. We start thinking about it. We start seeing it in other people. Whatever the experience it is, it it stirs things up for us. And getting ready for this show was no different. In fact, all my goosebumps are coming out. Um, it was really fun to go back over. Let's see, I've got my clipboard here. This clipboard, here's my show and tell, radio. <laughs> <laughs> this clipboard is only for our conversations and the notes that I take every time that we have one of these hour, hour and a half conversations yeah. the week or two before the show. And going back over it and seeing all the ideas, all of the excitement, 
yeah all of the ways in which we may start with an idea for a show and then it morphs into something else that then becomes the show and looking back at how each of these themes plays off each other i went back and looked at all the last 24 shows this is our 24th or 25th show to to go back over and just even look at the titles of the shows and see yes. how the titles have changed how the focus has changed but the underlying message hasn't changed it's still the same when i went back over my notes i came across the very first conversations <laughs> that we had back in <laughs> august and i remember sitting on my porch at our cottage on main island in the sun just having gotten off the phone with jessica and thinking what am i about to do oh is this for real you know you're the lady you were talking to may have said i don't think you're the owner that wasn't my concern or question it was more of yeah but why <laughs> <laughs> what do you want <laughs> and and as i remember describing to jessica part of that was coming from having gone through many experiences where other people have become very excited about the work that i do and have created some really big promises that in my own evolution away from naivety into a better understanding of how the world works i've fallen into their enthusiasm but they haven't delivered on what they were making the big promises around so i came in very cautiously to transformation talk radio i wanted to make sure i had crossed all my t's dotted all my i's and was really feeling that yes yeah. that big yes and even though <laughs> the first conversation with jessica i could feel the yes my logical mind was saying now now yeah make sure you yeah. know this is an investment it's an investment in time it's an investment in money yeah. it's an investment in relationship with with you with you know the whole team um so i i had to sit with that and going back over my notes i could feel that hesitation in those first few phone calls and then it was just like the doors opened and i don't think we've looked back since then until now well not only have we not looked back we're looking forward because you are you're coming to the seattle area yes and and, and i i want to mention that because i want people to write this down and take notes because it is the cycle of things you know when we talk about saying yes i jessica's posted something a few months ago uh, no actually a few weeks ago a picture of me when i was during the an interview when i was on the video shoot and the question was what's your why and I remember that picture, but also when I think about what we're going to talk about today and the past year, it has led to your upcoming trip. It's mm -hmm. like the past has led to the future. And I think that's what it does on a regular basis. Remember which one of our shows was it where we were talking about time? I think it was called On the Edge of Time. Yeah. And we were talking about how there is actually no present moment. Sorry, Eckhart Tolle, but <laughs> there's- Yeah, there's you and I agree with that. You and I are so yeah. on the same page as that. We yeah. are, we are. Yeah. I think and I was banned from his Facebook page. <laughs> oh, well, 
he doesn't know I exist. So I'm, I'm safe. He doesn't know I exist either. <laughs> but I, I was recently teaching one of my confident healer courses and we were talking about time because we were looking at the future and divination and how do you predict the future? And can we even predict the future? And I love that class because it's in that class that I can describe this whole concept of time being a simultaneous experience that all time is simultaneous. So there is no now. There is, however, a flow. And so we can use that language to understand that the moment that we are connected to, we're in the flow of that moment. And then there's the past and then there's the future. And it's, it's, in, the, it's in the flow of the moment that you say yes to opportunity. It's in the flow of the moment that you have those connections with people that you wouldn't otherwise have. It's in the flow of the moment that you decide to wear a boa on air. <laughs> For yep. those who can see me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my rainbow boa on. Because that was one of the episodes we also which one was that? Where we yeah. had our boas on. Yeah. Oh, would if you wore no masks. That was if the you one. wore no mask. And then I had right. my mask. That's course. right. Yeah. <laughs> um so I want to ask you is, this question. Do mm-hmm. you have a favorite? Do you remember does one pop up more than the other for you? All of them were super. But I, I'm, I'm just, I'm having a little moment of current events based on something else we did last year. Does any one of them like pop up where you say, man, I had so much fun with that because they haven't all been fun. You and I have talked yeah. about some serious, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they haven't all been fun. In fact, nope. some of them have been very deep. We've done some deep dives into yep. death and dying. Um, yeah you know, into lies, into simplicity. The one that I always go back to though, that that for me was quintessential, it, it was the episode where I knew, okay, this is something I really want to do and I could be good at this and, and we could really do something with this. And that was the every woman, bionic woman. What was that one? Bionic woman, wonder woman, every woman. I knew you were going to say that because that's my favorite. And, you yeah. know, uh, shout out Wonder Woman 1984 has just been announced. It's a trailer's out, right? Yeah, we just saw the trailer before I came on air. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one, I, I love the timing of it. It coincided right with the inauguration of number 45. Um, the whole pink hat movement, women and men who love them gathering around the world in these huge they were protests, but also celebrations of yeah. how far we've come as women and and then still the fight that we have to fight because yeah. there's still a war against women going on. And in the midst of that whole conversation that you and I are both so passionate about, there was my daughter. Yeah. And I got to interview her and talk with her about these amazing superheroes that she's created yeah. in her own comic universe, almost all of whom are women characters. And to look at what was that influence for her. And she was 16 at the time that we did that interview. And and to have that connection through popular media, through superheroes, through the women's movement, through empowerment, all a part of that particular show and that particular moment in history with what we were connecting to outside of the show conversation. It was so powerful, so powerful. So that one definitely... That one stands out for me. Well, I want to give you credit for this because this is something you don't even know about. Um, That episode was so um, transformative and impactful because people don't know that you and I do a lot of prep for this show, right? Mm -hmm. 
And that show in particular, we did a lot of prep and also with your daughter. And we're going to talk about uh, your, you know, some of these other shows we've done. Mm -hmm. But that one in particular, I had not dug in to the history of what was go what's really going on mm -hmm. with women for a while. I mean, I stay on top of it. I'm an advocate, right? Some people might even call me a feminist, whatever that is. But we prepped for that show mm -hmm. and found some shocking information. Um, and so as a result of that show, I started uh, on a course where as we build our tech, one of the things that I did was I said, we need to somehow start a 5013C for the arm of this that has to do with women, uh, people of color. We have to do something as we launch this where that's paid for. And so off we went as we build the tech and we build our crowdfunding where we, I started to work with an organization to create that nonprofit. A 501 is a nonprofit. Okay, but, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of nonprofit that is tax deductible. And it's tricky in the world we live in. And the questions that come back are, no, you're not going to be able to do it. How are you going to do it? And we've answered all those questions. So I wanted to mention that to you because mm -hmm. these shows that we do, are impactful on other people. And I wanted to ask you about that. And let's, can we go ahead and skip the break? Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about that because I wanted to talk with you about the real life moments. Mm. Those moments where not only have you incorporated them into your journey but mm -hmm. you've shared them. You know, one of the things that, that I know is every show we've done, every topic you've brought forth was raw, authentic, captivating, and what people relate to. So I want to talk about that part of our look back, the real life moments. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's where all the ideas come from, truly. Uh, until I started to do this show with you, I was very good at being very proper in the work that I was doing, which might sound kind of counterintuitive, seeing as the work that I do is all about intuition mm -hmm. um, and metaphysics and alternate dimensions and all those other good things. Yeah. Yet even within that context, I was very good at creating a distance between my own personal story and how I was presenting to the world. So keeping it above board. What I saw as an opportunity with the radio show was to put that aside and really show up each month in whatever condition I was in with what it was that was happening in that moment that was relevant either to what was happening to me personally or things that were going on in the world that were relevant. And, you know, two of the really raw ones for me, and I'm I'm going to get emotional when I talk about these two is the one about my daughter uh, when she got sick last year with the neurological condition that she has and when my father died and we had to take him off life support and both those journeys there's no way to hide behind any of that if you're going to walk the talk of the authentic self 
then that's what I have to walk is the is my authentic self. So if I'm feeling raw, if I'm feeling hurt, if I'm feeling vulnerable, that's how I feel I need to show up or that's how I choose to show up. Because how can I speak on these things if I'm not willing to actually sit in them and and show that these are the things that happen to us. You know, they've got it all together, things are so easy for them. They they're so lucky and and that's not necessarily not true, but there's a lot of things that get us to that, that way of showing up in the world. And one of those things is in being really honest with the people that we're speaking to about what our lives are like yeah. and how we're living them. Yeah. And the, I, these shows are beautiful opportunities for both of us to do that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about, and I want our listeners to know about, uh, and our, on the folks on Facebook to know about, is the preparation for these shows that you and I have done. Um, sometimes when we go on air, what people see is the best of it, the best of us. And what do I mean by that? we're showing up like today but they may not and yet yet I know they have seen this of us I know what they have seen of us as well has been us crying together mm -hmm. laughing together um, and talking about our past yeah. talking about the people in our past you know, we did a show, we talked about narcissism, not because we, uh, we, you know, we're experts at it, but it was a real part of our lives and our mm -hmm. journey, both mm -hmm. of us, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about death um, for the first time on air live this past year. I talked about the fact that my mom committed suicide. Yeah. Right. Um, it, the other day, I talked about my recovery and so this has been that year for truth telling mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And a friend of mine yesterday said to me, damn girl, <laughs> like that. <laughs> damn girl, did you just do that show like that? And I said like, yeah, that was a good show. She said, well, I can't wait to what you talk about with that edgy chick. Oh. And I <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, who am I talking to tomorrow? Oh, <laughs> Megan Edge. And I, she's, and I said, yeah, she's coming to Seattle. And I said, yeah, you're going to want to listen to the show because we're talking about the year in review. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I've changed. Jessica and I were on the plane coming back, Megan, from the video thing. And it was late at night and I just looked at her and I said, I'm different. Mm. And I said, do you feel different? She says, I do. I feel different. And I said, what is it? She said, I'm inspired again. And I said, you know, I'm, in, I'm inspired on steroids. And I want to ask you, mm. if you could think of this year, the ups and downs, the potholes, the, the truth, the losses, mm. Mm -hmm. How would you describe you today? 
I know that question was not in the prep for the show. Well, that's okay because this is what we often do in the shows. Yeah. I think we have the prep mostly so that we can have an hour and a half to talk to one another. Yes. Halfway <laughs> through the month. <laughs> not, not to, um, not to digress from the question. Uh, this is a question that a lot of people have been asking me lately. You know, we're almost three months since my father's passing. Yep. And somebody, one friend of mine had said, that's going to be the work. That's going to be the hardest time that three month mark, because then, um, then the reality sets in, you know, at first he's just on a fishing trip or he's, he's just away somewhere, but now we're coming up on Christmas yeah. and it will be our first one without him. And, um, and it's going to be hard. And so to answer that question, honestly, I'm feeling very sad right now. I'm feeling a little lost. Yeah. And I know, I know because of my toolkit, I know because of the work that I do, that this too shall pass. And I also know how important it is to let it be whatever it needs to be right now and try not to push through it. I was thinking earlier today how last year before June, we were on a high with our business, with success, with the money that we were making from the service that we were providing. And I know that since my father's illness, I've stepped back from a lot of that because I just haven't had it in me to give to others in the way that I could before. And until I'm able to do that again, I, there's not a lot of people I can see right now. I have a few clients I'm seeing and I have my classes I'm teaching and that's that's where I'm at. I am looking forward to 2020. I am looking forward to our trip down to Seattle. I feel like that's going to be something very mega like to step into that, to get to come down, to be in the same studio with you, to be side by side as we do this work together. And then to speak that evening at the East West Bookshop about healing our heart, the heart's journey. I feel like that'll be the Kickstarter. And and that's when the inspiration will come in. But right now, I would be forcing it to say, I'm feeling inspired right now. I'm not. I'm feeling yeah. like I want to hibernate. Yeah. I just want to curl up in a big cozy blanket and tell the world to wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't share with you how I was feeling before that trip. <laughs> no, I mean. Anything like this? <laughs> yeah, exactly like this. Um, it was, it was a moment for me where so many things going on, so many moving parts, a programmer that after six months tells us he doesn't have the skill to finish the project. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and then regrouping, but then knowing that our current programmer Merrick happens to be available. But those moments and that time right before the trip, I think the universe is super smart. Mm -hmm. I was not feeling inspired, right? Mm -hmm. I, I was at this point where I know exactly what my calling is. And for the first time in 16 years, I wondered, I, I wondered, I had a question mark for me. Not for the network, mm. not for not for any of that. But I had this moment of doubt. 
had this moment of doubt mm-hmm. where I was saying to myself, are you going to get up for next year? What you're trying to do, how you're doing it? Are you going to be up for it? Or are you going to be burned out, Pat? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then out of the blue, Jane Peralta, Jane Peralta Forbes, who worked here. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that when we come back. Worked here, was part of our marketing team when we were operating in the room two doors down, right? That's where the studio came from for TTR in that room Mm -hmm. with a guy named Oliver from Germany who was building it all, beautifully building it all. And she calls and she says, you got to be part of this. And I was at the moment, do you know, I almost didn't go, Megan? (laughs) What made I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go. (laughs) <laughs> Jessica, uh-huh. because the universe knew I was about to not go. Mm-hmm. And then Jane sends me the list with my name on it and says to me, they want you to do interviews, Pat. So yeah. what happened then is it's like, I can't do it without Jessica. So see how the universe works. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to explain this to Linda last night. And Linda asked me a question because Linda does. Mm-hmm. And she says, how do we know that what we're doing we're meant to do Uh, and i laid it out for her mm -hmm. i laid out the pieces and i said this my belief in the benevolence of this life force energy is that it really is benevolent Mm -hmm. and it lays things out for you Mm -hmm. in times when you're in the middle of loss in times when you think you just don't have the energy, in times that you and I have spent together crying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But somehow something happens, something shifts, Yeah. and we're back. But it does take a village. It takes a village. I show up here with you. You show up here with me because we got the people back here exactly. and all around us. Yeah, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about not only how it takes a village, but we're going to talk about this journey that Megan has been on. When you look back at a year and you and I think of the places she has been, what she learned, what she discovered and what she shared live with all of you, I'm fascinated by her travels, and how they carve out the topics that we bring to you. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. This is Debbie Pokornik with a break-free parenting tip. If you haven't been practicing active listening or not getting into some bad habits, it's a good idea to go back to the basics and remind yourself how to be a good listener. Here's an idea that might help. When your child comes to you with a story about her day, set aside whatever you're doing and give her your full attention. If you're in the middle of something that can't be put aside, tell her that you really want to be able to give her story your full attention and ask if you could continue the conversation at a specific time. So for example, this sounds like an important story and I'd really like to give it my full attention. Can we talk about it in 10 minutes when supper's in the oven? Active listening might sound like common sense, but often it's these simple skills that get buried in our parenting pack and 
easily forgotten or overlooked. Challenge yourself to practice this skill for a full week and see if you notice a difference in how much your child is sharing. For information and to work with Debbie, visit EmpoweringNRG.com. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose, and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to Playing on the Edge Radio. Megan Edge is here. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to do this fabulous show. We are talking about being on the edge of reflection. It's a year in review. It is show and tell. Mm -hmm. But I want to make sure everybody knows two things. One, how to find out more about uh, Megan, but also how to find out about uh, some of the things she's doing, the classes she's taking, and her upcoming trip. I want to make sure you write this down. So Megan, let's 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 talk about some of these things for people to know. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So you can find me online in so many places. Um, the website is is www.meganedge.ca. Megan Edge Healing on YouTube. We have an amazing YouTube channel with over 400 videos now of my podcasts, of our radio show, of workshops that I've done, visualizations, healing tools that we've pulled out of all of my teachings for the last 10 years. So just an amazing library of information there. And it's a great way for people to get to know me through watching me from the comfort of their own home and deciding, A, do they like my energy? Do they like my vibe? Do they wanna work with me? Am I a fit for them? All of those things, they have the opportunity to determine that for themselves by going through the YouTube videos that we've created. I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, um, where else? Email, <laughs> the old-fashioned way you can get me on email. So lots of different ways to to be visible. And and I actually wanted to just do a quick aside and thank you, Pat, for your mentoring. When we first began this program and this relationship, I was so nervous because I had no idea how to present myself beyond <laughs> the branding work I'd already done in my own community. And you said that's okay. We've got three months before we even start our first show. We're going to sit down and we're going to look at everything that has to do with your business. And I wanted to share a couple of things, if I can, just sure. before just before I talk about my classes. Um, oh, shoot. Where did I put it? Oh, here it is. I wanted to share this for show and tell. Do you remember this? Yes. Oh. Yes. 
right? So if you're yes. watching us on Facebook, you can see this. And if you're listening to us, what this is, is a, it's a basically a mind map of my work with a circle in the center of the page with my name and my business name, Megan Edge Healing, which actually that name came out of the work that you and I did together on the whole rebranding. And then there's all these little satellite bubbles that come out from that main circle that look at all the different things that I had and have going on. So classes and workshops, radio and podcasts, magazine writing, YouTube, the heart's journey, um, healing hearts, Oracle cards and guidebook, the products that I create, which includes crystal chakra sprays, nature essence sprays, public speaking events and shows, my private practice with intuitive counseling, energy work, past life, soul retrieval. When I started to do this map and, and understood, began to understand how many things I was juggling, when you, when you asked me, how would I describe the work I do? I was a bit flabbergasted. Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> how would I describe the work I do? And you had this beautiful, gentle way of taking me through breaking it apart, deconstructing it, and then rebuilding the whole idea without my having to give any of that up because all of that is so important to me. Yeah. But to create a presence for it and then to take me into a very uncomfortable place for me, which was to talk about myself. Mm. And if you, do you remember some of those early shows where you would try to drag the information out of me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where can people find you? And I'd be like, um, I don't know. They could email me if they want to. <laughs> I had you covered though. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> but it really was part of the journey, right? It was part of that process of me shedding inhibitions any residual things around what people think about me because the bottom line is when we do our show i don't know who's watching you don't know who's watching or listening i don't know how far it goes i don't know the impact it's going to have i don't know what this woman's going to think of my sparkly shirt that i'm wearing today right and i can't care about that because that's not relevant to you and i showing up as our authentic selves to do the work that we do and to share our journeys with other people as a way to inspire and empower people to know what they're capable of because they can see it demonstrated with us. We have the best listeners slash viewers on the planet. I know this, I've mm -hmm. met them. Mm -hmm. um, I know they email me, they send me cards. I think it was Jackie that sent me a Jackie or Susie sent me a $20 bill when we were talking about crowdfunding. Mm. Um, I run into them in grocery stores, but I don't know them, mm -hmm. but I'll say something and they'll recognize my voice. Yeah. They have been with us through, you name it, mm -hmm. through early years, through the darkest of economic conditions mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. They are the force that guides us as to what we do, yep. how we do it. They were the driving force for TTR mm -hmm. and the channels on TTR. They are the folks that will give us feedback about what they like, what they don't like, hence changing all technology, all mm -hmm. the websites. And they are the folks, Jay from Canada, 16 years and Jay, he still calls in to the show. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is the listener from Canada 
that has coined the phrase spiritual constipation. <laughs> and they, well done, I, I, I have to tell you, and I don't hear from them on a regular basis, mm -hmm. but I know they're there. Mm -hmm. uh, how do I know that? They'll let me know. I got a I got a, a email the other day from one of them. They asked me if I was actually going to get my hair colored blonder again, and I said yes. My birthday's tomorrow, so I'm getting it done on Thursday. Um, but they love you, Megan, and they love what you do. Oh, and they know. I mean, anybody that's calling you that chick edgy, <laughs> right? But the point is this. Mm. We don't do it for that reason. We do right. do it for them. Yes, yes. I want to ask you this question because we are looking at the year in review. I have the best team on the planet. Mm -hmm. I am not here because of anything really that I do. I'm here because of Zach pushing all the right buttons today. And sometimes we mess up. You know, we're, we just moved into new space. We're figuring out our new configuration. You know, it, 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 sometimes things happen, mm -hmm. um, but we make it up to people, whether it's Zach, Nate, Sean, Linda, Jessica, you know, Bonnie, uh, Jane Peralta, uh, you name it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Merrick or uh, Oliver, whether it's, our buddy Sean, who picks this show up and drops it in Australia on 45 travel channels. These are the people. And let's not forget Benny mm -hmm. and Eric Crema and KKNW, who have worked with me for 16 years to help us with this. And I think that's when I look back at the year. Mm -hmm. None of this gets done without them. Yeah. And that's part of what was so important in our having this conversation today was in recognizing that when oh i forgot kim i gotta say kim <laughs> when you when you and i get together to do this we don't it's not you and i picking up the phone and saying hey how's it going it's a whole team of people organizing and coordinating your schedule i don't have a whole team on my side but i do have one particularly special person who helps you have a team that i know him is he hanging he is he right there now is no, he hanging no. out? Oh, he's in no, the No, he's other making room. wine. He's making wine downstairs right now. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so I get to have my wine. <laughs> but he's, he created this whole space that I'm in right now to be a sound studio. That's his background is in sound and film and video and editing and all of that. So when he found out that this is what I wanted to do, he was very excited to support me in this because this is his realm and, and has been for a long time. Wow. Um, so we're not doing this alone. It isn't just your story and my story. Um, and I wanted to recognize all of those people for, for certain and equally recognize the people who make up the whole network, all yeah. of your hosts and co-hosts. Yep. And, and the people who are listening and watching all the different shows and supporting all of that. It's so important to have a voice that isn't regulated to the point where we can't express our own self yeah right and that's what you're doing with with transformation talk radio is creating a platform for people to express their voice to say their voice for me personally part of that journey of expressing my voice in this way was in having to shed any concern 
for how that how my voice came across because once it leaves my mouth it will land however it will land for whoever is listening <laughs> and and over that i have no control except for to speak from my heart and speak my truth and this is a platform where we get to do that benny has got benny has got 16 years of clips everything from adaptogen sound effects to slap happy to the bank. I mean, he has captured these. And it's funny because you and I don't go back and think about what did we say? Mm -hmm. We are really in the moment of this. I want to ask you this question, but before I do, how tell everybody about when you're coming. Like what's the date? Yes, so I'm coming the second week of January. I believe, oh, is it the 10th or 11th of January that we do the show on the Tuesday? I have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> Check and see. I don't have my calendar open. But it is that second Tuesday. And so we're coming down on the Monday. And my husband and I, and we will be there with bells on. We should probably get some bells, actually. We um, should, we now, that bells now that you said it. Now that you said it, you better have said something. it. That's right. Well, we've done boas. Why not bells? <laughs> we've done masks. We've done boas. We've done, we've done crazy readers crazy stuff and yeah and i love it yeah. yeah so we're coming down and we're going to do the show together you're coming on the 14th we're going to be benny benny we're going to be in the studio with you benny all right 14th yep yeah. so uh we're talking about monday is the 13th and okay. we've got i've got you already in the calendar excellent <laughs> east west books yes. right yep. 7 to eight thirty. It's uh, tickets are $15. Wow, that's great. Yes. Yeah. And it's healing. It's going it's, to be about healing of the heart, right? Yeah, Folks right. may not know that you have a book. You tell people about this because let's stop for a moment and do this because if we're yeah. looking back, right. we should talk about this. So, a number of years ago, I created out of my own journey this beautiful box set called The Heart's Journey. Healing Hearts Oracle Cards and Guidebook. And we published it with Balboa and Hay House, which was very exciting at the time. It's still very exciting. Yeah. And in the box set, you get this beautiful book, which is the guidebook. And the guidebook, I share, I share my own story, my own personal story. And this was something really important to me when I set about to do this project, because I've worked with Oracle Cards and Tarot Cards for my whole life for the last 20 or 30 years. Um, that's not my whole life, but most of my life. <laughs> I, and I use them, I use them in my healing practice all the time. But what was missing in, in the Oracle cards that I had been working with was the personal uh, story of the person who had created them. And I'm always curious about the story. It's what I work with with my clients. I work with their stories. So I want to know why did this person create a deck of Oracle cards? Why were they attracted to the theme that they're using, the images that they're using? What's their background? What's their story? What's their wake up call? So when I set about to write my own and create my own deck, that became a really important part of that process. And this was another aspect of shedding any worry about how people might judge me, because really that's none of my business, how they're going to receive it. Once this story goes out into the world, it's not mine anymore, right? It becomes part of someone else's journey if they can relate to it and if they can connect to it. So yeah. that's the first part of the book. And then each card has its own page and it has more information on the images that are there and the messages that are there. And mm -hmm. I also teach you how to use the cards as a healing tool, use Oracle cards. Oracle cards are not mysterious. I mean, honestly, they're, they're just 
pieces of paper <laughs> with pictures on them and messages. You could call them meditation cards if you wanted to, or wisdom cards. They're just tools to help us connect with whatever the messages that we need to know. And I've had people over the years come up to me and say, Ooh, tarot, mm -mm. Ah. Work, work of the, work of the, work of the devil, the devil, mm -mm. Can't, can't, can't touch can't it. Touch nope. It. Oracle cards. No, it's, it's just information. That's all you can do with it, whatever you like. It's just yeah. information, but it's information that can help us heal. And isn't that really what we want? If we're in pain, we want to heal. Hopefully we want to yeah. heal. Yeah, then we want to heal because if we don't, mm -hmm. we're not able to step forward and enact right. our vision or a dream. That's right. I, I've never been able to. When we're in pain, the pain becomes all consuming. And it's the filter through which we see the world around us is based on the pain that we're in. When we move through the pain and we move into healing and we move into being healed, then the pain becomes part of our story but it no longer defines us. And that's what this whole journey is about. The heart's journey is about my coming to a place in my life where I understood that my pain didn't define who I was anymore. So from there, I created this, this beautiful set. There's a journal and then there's the deck of cards, the 42 cards. And I remember one of our shows, we were featuring this. We were talking about my journey. I think it might've even been the first show. And I did a card pull for you. Do you remember? Yeah. I pulled a card for you. So just as we're on the fly here, unscripted. Yeah, let's do it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so here's the card I just pulled. Wow. Home is where the heart is, which is also the page I opened up in the book, I think a moment ago. <laughs> and it says, you carry a piece of home with you wherever you go, spiritually and physically. If you're feeling lost in this moment, connect with your home, wherever and whatever it may be, and allow yourself to feel nurtured and supported. Hmm. So for me, I, I read this card and I recognize, right, this is why I feel like I want to be a homebody right now. Yeah. This is where my healing is. My healing is in my home. It's with my yeah. children. It's with decorating for the holidays. It's with being with family right now. That's my healing for my loss of my father. So this is a beautiful reminder of that. Yeah. Right? It's just information that helps me remember, okay, I don't have to be Wonder Woman right now. I'll save that for later. <laughs> I'll come back to her. Come back to her tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think part of it, too, is, I mean, when you pull that card, where I went to immediately was I'm thinking about my best friend who's coming to visit me this week and will mm -hmm. be here for a number of months. And that to me, uh, clearly, just saying, my entire house will be rearranged, closets will be cleaned out. <laughs> drawers will be organized whatever that looks like mm -hmm. that will happen and i already put her on notice to say i've been saving it up so i've created a really good project for you <laughs> <laughs> um that's great <laughs> but as we think about this and we think about it i i, I want to with the few minutes we have left i want to jump ahead because this is in conjunction with you coming mm -hmm. i get asked a lot about the future and about next year for us Mm -hmm. And, um, and of course, it is the 10th anniversary of TTR. So it's a very big celebration year for us. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that is our network transformation talk radio is one of the channels, but we're actually going to flip the name of the network over to it. Um, everything will be under TTR. It'll be the TTR women's channel TTR, right? Um, 
And so I get asked a lot about next year and about the future. Um, but I don't, my brain isn't built like that. You know, I'm a person that is so in the moment of what I do. Yet, I put a business plan together. I have a business plan. But how about you? When you take a sneak peek ahead, is there anything you could share? I have something perfect to share. Do you remember one of the exercises you gave me to do when we first started working together? Yeah. Where I was to connect with my past self, my present self, and my future self? Yep. Can I read the message from my future self? Yes, please. Two two years ago, future self two years ago. Get very clear on why you do what you do and for whom you are doing it. All of it matters. All of it has meaning. Old patterns change as you challenge your need for certain reactions and responses. Success looks different than you imagined. Let it in. A year from now, everything looks different. Don't be afraid or hesitant to ask lots of questions. Now, I haven't looked at this since two years ago. I was going to ask you. Yeah, no, I haven't. I just pulled it out today. I knew I wanted to have it for the show, but I did wasn't sure how we were going to use it. That's a very wise message. Apparently, my future self is way smarter than I am. (laughs) I know mine is for sure. (laughs) Because she's already been through all of this. (laughs) I definitely know mine is for sure. When I hear you talk about that, it feels so right. It's like your favorite pair of shoes that fit so perfectly, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it feels so right. But maybe it didn't feel right two years ago. How Mm -hmm. does it feel for you reading that? It's an interesting reminder for me that not everything is going to just show up all at once. I know this, but to know it intellectually and to know it, you know, internally, because we get impatient. I get impatient. I want it to already be here. So it reminds me to just slow down. All of it matters. All of it has meaning. It's all going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. And and the biggest thing is this last sentence, don't be afraid or hesitant to ask lots of questions. Yeah. I grew up in a household where we were not encouraged to ask questions as young people. It was be quiet and listen to your elders. If you ask questions, you're being rude. Even though my father was a journalist, <laughs> so it's kind of counterintuitive. Um, but I grew up being very quiet, believe it or not. And without a voice and I had to find that voice I had to learn to find my voice this journey with you and with TTR has been a part of that finding my voice just standing up in front of people which I've been doing my whole life but to do it with purpose and intention to say I am presenting to you this information that I want to share with you the every time I do it right the confidence builds there's a little bit more of me that that steps forward and gives voice to the things that are in my heart. And I would say to anybody who's got things in their heart that need to be said, you need to be saying them. Yeah. However you choose to do that. Yeah. Yeah. In this past year, but this past three months, here's what I've noticed. And I want to go back to something you said for a minute. All of you, I get to work with you and all of the hosts. And when I talk to my other network friends, because when one of you has a book, right, or maybe you have something new you're launching, 
we go back to the hosts and we say, hey, do you want to interview Claudette? And Sarah's book's coming out now in January. So we say, hey, do you want to, how about interviewing Sarah on her book, Conscious Confidence? You guys, without a question, say yes. There's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Promote each other. My buddies, network program developers, what they, one of them said to me last week, no, two weeks ago, said, we wouldn't even ask our hosts. They just wouldn't do it. And I thought, wow, I don't even understand that concept. Mm-hmm. That's not who you all are. Right. You don't believe in competition. You believe in collaboration, cooperation. Exactly. You don't believe in scarcity. You not only believe in abundance and prosperity, but you teach it. You mm-hmm. talk about it. Yeah. What I love about you and what you've done and how you've done it is some people can talk, but without action, mm-hmm. without showing up like today, without making all the moves that it takes to demonstrate living on the edge, being on the edge, on the edge radio. They're Mm -hmm. just words. And I want to thank you for being you and for what you do and the lives that you help and some that you save, because that is what we need now more than ever. Mm. Thank you, Pat. Yeah. Thank you. For those of you in Seattle or going to come up to Seattle, Megan is coming to town. So East West Books, is it the Monday night or? Which no, it's the Tuesday. It's the Tuesday same night. Show. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we're going to do the show. We're going to do the show. Uh, yep. And then East West Books. So it's going to be a great day. All of this healing, unprecedented. You'll get to work with Megan. We're looking forward to it. Megan, thank you. I have one last question. Love to know your personal message. What do you want to leave us with today? I love the theme that seems to spread itself through or weave itself through all of our shows, which is the understanding that each one of us has the potential to show up in our best self. And really, it's a simple thing to say, I am, fill in the blank, with something true and truly positive that gives you that inspiration to move forward every day, being a little bit brighter than you might've been the day before. You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.